You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Good evening. Welcome to Love Logical DNA Not Required. This is Michelle L. Anderson coming to you live from Podcast Detroit Royal Oak Studios. We are looking forward to intriguing and entertaining you every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Let me start today's show by saying thank you for joining our family, which is biological by nature, love logical by choice, DNA not required. Well, hello, 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 everyone. This is Michelle Anderson coming to you live. As I say, today is Tuesday. You know what that means. It's time for Love Logical. Tonight is a very special guest who I've had the opportunity to be with the last couple of days in various meetings and everything, and it has been a wonderful experience. I have Mr. Bill Herman. He is the International Director of the International Association of Human Values, Yes for Schools program. Bill is here in Michigan. We are very, very, very special people here in Michigan to have him here. And he's here in Michigan to help to, you know, meet with different educators, meet with different organizations. And we've had several meetings over the last few days. He had a silence retreat while he's been here. He has done all kinds of stuff since he's been here, and we're going to talk about that. And then we also have a guest that has come in that has experienced some of Bill's classes. And we have Dave. And Dave, you have to share your last name with us. Mullins. Dave Mullins. <laughs> I like that. We have Dave Mullins here. And you just missed Bill singing Smokey Robinson. So we didn't get the camera up fast enough. So that's just something that me, Dave, and my engineer, Randy, had the pleasure of hearing. And maybe one day we'll be able to get him on the mic for real to sing for you guys. But, <laughs> <laughs> but Bill, um, let's, let's share with the people. Let's, we're going to start off by saying that, that Sky Schools, which in the past was yes for schools, correct? Yeah is in 150 countries all around the globe. So you really say international, but it's basically you're global. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about Sky Schools and the Yes for Schools program and what is it that you do and how you even came up with the whole, help come up with the concept. Well, I would say that it wasn't necessarily my concept, mm -hmm. um, but there is a program called the Youth Empowerment Seminar, and that's what YES stands for, mm -hmm. Youth Empowerment Seminar. And it really does just that. It empowers – it's a program that empowers young people uh, to manage their stress, manage their emotions, uh, manage their mind, and uplift human values. Um, and this is something that's so needed these days that young people are uh, somehow in need of some healthy direction mm -hmm. for how to manage their own life and manage their own mind in a better way. And this, what this program does is it teaches both cognitive and physiological tools. Okay. And I'll get back into, into that a little bit yeah. more as we go on, but basically, tools to actually shift their mindset, both through awareness and through simple processes like using breath. Okay. And the breath is something that that most of us are completely unaware of the power of it because we're doing yeah. it. We've taken it for granted. We think – we assume that we're just going to keep breathing mm -hmm. and yet there are certain uh, specific ways that we can use the breath that actually have very specific effects like we can bring up our mental focus mm -hmm. or we can bring our energy up in any given moment. We can actually keep ourselves calm when we're in a very uh, tense situation mm -hmm. just by shifting to a certain area in the throat. And so there's a lot of techniques that we teach. There's a, a, a I would call a preventative technique 
where you actually do a practice on your own every day. Mm -hmm. You learn how to do this practice that you can bring your mind into the center or the eye of the hurricane. Okay. So if your mind is going a mile a minute, you know, and you're in all kinds of chaos and drama in life, then you can actually bring yourself back to the center just by doing this. And it helps keep you centered all day long. So it's a powerful breathing practice that we do generally in the mornings. And then we, we rest and go into a very deep and quiet state. And then that has an effect on every aspect of life, including our sleep, our ability to focus, our learning, um, just, just not being, uh, overtaken by stressful situations in life. And so there's a lot to talk about with this. And I'm glad, yeah. I'm, I'm really happy to be here. I, mm -hmm. I feel really honored to be here. So, and a lot of people say kids and stress. And it's like, what stress? What stress do kids have? Kids are, more stressed out now than what I think that we were when I was coming up because kids, there's such a, there's almost like a, a line that is so skewed now between a child being a child and a child being a miniature adult now. Mm -hmm. And so many kids are more so like miniature adults, you know, cause when I was growing up, it was like, you know, if you're a child, you stay in a child's place and you weren't worried about the bills and the house and, you weren't worried about a lot of things to where now, you know, kids have a tendency to be in the middle of everything that's going on within their homes. And when you talk to children outside, you know, in schools or organizational, you know, programs, you talk to them and you find out that they're so worried about stuff that their parents are worried about. And I wonder if their parents really even know that their kids are that stressed out and concerned about things that they've overheard at home or school, you know, when they go to school, you know, you get, you know, kids are getting bullied in school. They're stressed out in school. And it's just, it's so much that goes on in school too. So the fact that you have this program and it makes such a big difference, but I think one of the things that I can say that I really like is that Bill believes in, teaching from the top down. Yes, the kids can, you know, come into the program and learn, but he likes to start at the top. So that way everyone who's learning or affected by the program gets the education and knowledge that they need. Right. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I would say the top meaning if we're going into a uh if we're going to bring a program into a school mm -hmm. Then we want the the top administrators to mm -hmm. actually understand what it is, mm -hmm. because unless they understand, you know, the the thing about this program is it does teach very basic things that everybody needs, mm -hmm. some very basic information, and that's something that we don't really. It's like things that are sort of hiding in the back background because they're so obvious almost. Mm -hmm that we take for granted. So if you can teach someone how to use their breath and then they can see that actually after doing this particular breathing technique, mm -hmm. I go home and I just sleep differently at night. You realize that it's affecting you from the inside out. It's not just something that's, you know, that's, that's like, you know, it, it's, it's hard to explain it. That's why we say we have to experience it. And so to have, uh, school administrators uh, and and have uh, teachers and have the people that are actually running the schools do the program first, then they decide that they want to bring it in rather than having somebody tell them that they that they have that, to that they have in. to do it or bring it in. They don't yeah. really understand it unless they have an experience, and that's something that um, that we're we're doing our best to um, to you know give people who who run. Agencies or social service or, or anybody who's really in, uh, responsible for making sure that kids are, are being the best people mm -hmm. they can be to have an experience for themselves because they also then start to model their behavior in a different way. If, if we think about how kids learn, we all know that they learn from what they see. Yes. So, uh, there's actually a beautiful quote from W.B. Du Bois. Is mm -hmm. that how you say? So he said something like, 
they don't kids don't learn what what you teach they learn what you are yes and it's a beautiful understanding that, that this is true and so if we as adults can learn how to manage our stress in healthy ways rather than doing what normally you know we tend to do which when we get stressed out we tend to yell or we tend to drink or we tend to smoke or you know, there's there's, there's drugs. All these... There's all types of outlets. Yeah. that we get the kids don't really know how to utilize outlets to. Well, they 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 they, they run see, around and they things, see but... what adults are mm-hmm. doing, and then they that's what they end up they practicing themselves. Mm-hmm. So if we can start uh, taking our own behavior and really looking at our own behavior and looking at how we we manage our stress, then we're going to be t- uh, passing that on to our children. So we want to pass on some healthy things to children. Mm -hmm. And so this is really a a big part of the program uh, is getting the – having the educators or the top administrators, the decision makers actually do the program first. And my experience – Michelle was talking about how this program has been active over around the world. I would say that there's a few places that have actually embraced it in a very big way like the state of Mexico Mm -hmm. where we did a – a presentation for them and we said in order for you to drive this into all of your schools, you have 4.8 million students, you're going to have to have the experience yourself. And so they did. They said, okay, we want we want to bring this. It sounds really good. They had the experience and that was about five years ago and now we're in the process of training thousands and thousands of teachers down there. To see that to uh, me, that's amazing. You know, that's something that in the United States, to have an entire state encompass a program, that means that they're leaving no children out. Mm-hmm. It's not a, you know, it's not, okay, we'll do it in this area because, you know, we'll do it in this area. That's the entire state. So they would even be able to have the power to do that, and they're doing it over a period of time. It's not all at one time. They're just rolling out at a different period of time. I like that. Yeah, and in the United States, uh, there's there's one uh, school that was has been doing the program for about twelve years in Newark, New Jersey, mm-hmm. and the principal there, it was so successful in that particular school that he was promoted to be the superintendent of the of the Newark high schools, mm-hmm. and now he's in the process of rolling this out to all fifteen of his schools because he saw the difference that it made in the one school. So, and that's Dr. Santos. Dr. Dr. Mario Santos. Okay. He's one of my heroes. I yes, I could tell. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I've heard the name. And I think that that is amazing that he is taking the time to roll this out to 15 high schools because he has seen the statistics through his own eyes. Can you share a little bit about what's been accomplished in Newark that made Dr. Santos want to, you know, to to implement this? In all of the high schools? Well, you could say it was – it sounds almost too good to be true. So I feel a little funny even saying these statistics. That's all right. But basically they had – when he first started doing the program back in um, – I think it was 2008. Okay. They had about 80 students on the honor roll at that time. That's bad. And this Out is of a, how, many, how many students? They, about 2,000 students that they had. And only 80 and, on the honor yeah, roll. Yeah, and now – now wow. there are over 800 students on the honor roll. Wow. So, I mean, that's a, I mean, that's I, a I think that's a thousand percent or something like that. Yeah, that's, right? that's, it's a huge, that's a huge, huge jump in terms of the academic. And the number of students failing classes was dramatically cut. Mm-hmm. So the kids just had more attention to put into their studies that, that they didn't seem to have before they, they all received this program. There was a 90% drop in formal disciplinary actions mm. at one of the programs that was done within the school where mm-hmm. all the students were practicing yes. this and they were doing the daily practice themselves every day and that school actually implemented a uh, day what we call a daily reset mm-hmm. where the whole school would build a 10 minute section into the morning schedule where they would do some breathing practices and it would be led over the school's intercom. And even in the in the office, you'd go into the main office and the secretaries would have their phone off the hook and they would all be sitting there with their eyes closed doing the practice. So they found that it was important to have the adults 
also doing the yes. practices so that the kids would have a, a role model. And it really, really made a huge difference in that in that particular district. And, and they got all they had. They actually got all of the kids to participate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, all the kids were taught through their PE mm -hmm. classes. Okay. So, so through gym class, they were taught the basic programs and the basic techniques. Yeah. And then there's a there's like a one on one counseling sort of uh, uh, coaching, breathing coaches mm -hmm. for kids that have some conflicts or get into into some kind of a, a, a trouble or something with another student or with a teacher, they'll refer them to uh, one of the breathing coaches that'll remind them of that you can take a few breaths and you can do some reset of yourself and then we can talk about some of the processes because the, the physiological piece is not the only part of the program. Mm -hmm. um, there's a, 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 a whole array of techniques that actually uplift what we call human values. And the way that I explain human values, it sounds a little bit abstract, but it's a very simple way to understand. If I were to ask you, the people out there that are listening to this, what are the qualities you'd like to have in a life partner, which is the question we ask every student and every teacher that goes through this mm -hmm. program, you would say things like honesty, uh, respect. Integrity, you want someone yes. integri integrity, someone who's a good listener, someone who's caring and kind. And the list just goes on and uh -huh. on. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and we end up with basically the same responses everywhere I go in the world and ask that question. People give the same exact responses. So we could say that these basic values are, are universal. And they apply to everyone no matter what their education level or their economic level or any any other uh, indicators. So there's a basic understanding of what those human values are. And those are qualities that we'd all like to express ourselves. But the thing that gets in the way or blocks those qualities is stress. Mm -hmm. And so building a curriculum that actually teaches young people to manage their stress in a healthy way is really something that's going to affect every aspect of their life because every aspect of life is affected by stress. Your learning, mm -hmm. your relationships, your health, mm -hmm. you know, violence is affected. Every aspect of life is affected. And so if we can learn how to manage our stress, then we're in a better we're, – we're, we have better tools to live. It's quite, mm -hmm. it's quite that simple. I think that it really makes a difference. I know um, two weeks ago – I had Sonia Carwall on the show and I with her daughter Raya Carwall and I had John Luke on the show. And John Luke shared that he um he was labeled uh, with ADHD. He took medication for it. He admitted that he would literally interrupt the teacher while trying to mm. to teach class that he would just shout out or you know just do whatever he felt like doing. And his grades were not very good. So he said that he started tutoring with Sonia. And then that tutoring session ended up, you know, him learning some breathing techniques to help him with studying and focusing and things. And then Sonia sent her daughter Rhea to the Yes for Schools um, course for teens. And John Luke went along. He went too. And he learned breathing techniques that actually were implemented into his life, his parents' lives, once they saw how it was beneficial for him. But the overall outcome between eighth grade and ninth grade was the end of the ADHD meds, no more meds, no more classroom interruptions because he was able to focus more. He put more, he put more, time at the school it built up a self-esteem within him and he's an honor roll student now mm. who's looking to go out and do public speaking regarding his experience so you will be seeing him on the show again because i want to sit down with the two of us and and talk and i was told that he definitely wants to come back on because we need more of our youth sharing their positive experiences Absolutely. because we as adults, we could sit here and talk all day long. But when we're talking about how we could help our youth, 
there's no one who could tell us better than a youth who has been helped. Absolutely. So, and David, who's he's he's not a youth, you know, fits physically, you know, <laughs> age wise, but he loves to enjoy life like a youth, and he feels yes. like he's still a teenager at heart. <laughs> yeah. Truly. <laughs> he has that personality and Truly. he's he's awesome. But David has also experienced some of the Yes for Schools or Sky Schools programs, correct? Yes, I have. All right. Tell yeah. us what your experience has been. Yeah, Please. well, it's you know more so the adult version in mm-hmm. some of the programs that um that we offer. We, uh, she was speaking about. Thanks for having me, by the way. Oh, of course, it. of course. When but, I was um, told that you wanted you were willing to share, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, come on in. It's changed my life, you know. I, I'll just say that um, we, we just had a, a silence retreat this weekend, which was just so so amazing, you know, to take three days and just be quiet. You know, your mind is just racing constantly, all the time racing, and it just wears you down. You know, so doing that every say six months or or a year mm-hmm. is just a big pick. It's, it just changes everything for you. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, beyond that, it's just really you know I have young kids. We got started with having children later in life, so I have a twelve year old and a ten year old. Mm-hmm. And part of what we speak about when we do these, it's we we talk about our life story. And you know I've repeated that life story several times. And now when I do that, I I was a troubled teen using drugs and alcohol and it was really kind of crazy. My parents were just not in tune with it and they let me kind of run astray. And and now when I look at my children, I'm like, oh my gosh, they're they're that age when I started to get into that trouble. And if I only had somebody, a mindfulness program where people were looking at you as a, you know, just a young, impressionable youth to to have helped me, you know, so um and I wouldn't change anything in my life. It was mm-hmm. crazy. But you know, up until I was 18 years old, um, I got it out. I got it out of my system. Okay. But uh, uh, so so yeah, it's really it's something that now I can take those tools and look at my kids and try to help them as well. I got home from from work today, and my daughter is just glued to her phone, mm-hmm. and I'm like, gosh, what what is that? You know. So as a parent, these teachings are helping us to be more mindful about that as as parents and as teachers and things like that. So, um, yeah, so. Yeah, it's just been a, a wonderful experience. There's a lot of different things I can talk about. So how has the program changed you? Um, well, I can I can share specifically that I was having okay. some pretty major panic attacks in life. I had been around meditation and different different things like that, but um the missing part of that was the breath. Mm-hmm. You know, and I never had been really taught that. I didn't have a teacher who who was able to to change it the way that this has. Uh, it was very serious. I didn't really speak to my family about it too much because I knew that that would worry them. Okay. But I couldn't sleep at night. It was really getting – I was falling asleep at the wheel uh, going to work. I got into two major car accidents with a truck. So it was coming to a real uh, bad place. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I reached out through Sonia. Mm-hmm. Sonia was kind of – it's always been my catalyst to, mm-hmm. you know, oh, yeah, do this, do this, do this. So she's the one that got me involved with um, with Sky you know, the sky program and the the breath techniques. And it changed everything. You know, it didn't happen overnight. I won't say that. It's a, it's something that you have to apply yourself to. Um, but now it's been eh, five years and at least a couple years where I do it every day, a, a meditation and, and also the breathing techniques. And, uh, you know, it's I can say to anybody, it will change your life dramatically. You know, I just recently started um, utilizing the breath techniques myself. And it makes a difference just in your clarity, the energy that you receive almost immediately mm-hmm. after. And I could not help but, you know, want to meet this amazing man. Sonia introduced us. You heard, you've noticed that the common word here tonight is Sonia. <laughs> She's, She's amazing. She, she is. Sonia introduced us. We started working together to put together programs. Um, Love Logical, DNA Not Required, recently partnered with Brilliant Detroit, which I had them on the, sh- I had them on a few weeks ago. And we were introducing the breath techniques to the youth within the Brilliant Detroit communities. 
And that was such an amazing experience that I can't imagine not wanting to work with, you know, Sonia and Brilliant Detroit and Bill with Sky Schools to bring that to more children in the city. We're going to continue, you know, our partnership and enjoying our time with Brilliant Detroit, but I want to see educators, parents get the experience as well. Hmm. When you have children and you're asking them, you know, what what they got out of the experience and they're excited about it and they're they're basically repeating what they've gotten out of it very very happily that is a good feeling and when you get feedback that me and my son we're practicing this or I'm practicing this with this person or, you know, we really enjoyed that. When are you doing it again? Whenever you get any feedback like that, it just it gives you such a good feeling because you know that you've impacted someone's life and possibly their family. I know that since Bill's been here, he has heard how, you know, his his program has helped marriages and other relationships, because as you're learning how to control your stress, you're controlling your anger, you're controlling your responses, and you're actually in control of you. And it is a difference between the breath breathing techniques and mindfulness or yoga. Everything has a different feel to it. But everything does not have an immediate reaction. And this has an immediate reaction. Right. And it's because you're u- utilizing this, this thing called oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> and you're it's pulling, free. it's free. And you're <laughs> pulling that oxygen in. And you're learning different things to do with that oxygen as you're taking it in your body and how you're taking it in your body. And as Bill was saying that, and I'm looking forward to this, that the more I learn, I'm going to be able to utilize different parts of my neck. So when I'm going to utilize different parts of my neck, am I going to like look like a chicken or, you know, doing all this? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, if I can jump in here, <laughs> because um, Michelle is going through some sort of head motions here in Look, the don't studio. Don't you start rolling your head over yeah. here. I wouldn't doubt it. But basically, <laughs> internally, we bring our attention to the throat and we're making a sound. What what she's referring to is a, a technique that's very easy. Is it okay if I see if of it'll work? Of course you can. So if we all – even the listeners out there, if we all uh, say the word hello, hello, and then we were to just whisper the word hello, hello, there's a different quality. It's like we're pushing the air kind of from the throat. Yeah. And then we drop the word, <sighs> so we're just pushing the air from the throat. And then we close the mouth. So it's coming through the nose. And it's a softer breath. We're not straining on it. We're just breathing out, making that whispering sound from the throat. And then we pull in and push and close the eyes and just let your breath come from the throat making that whispering sound very gently, very softly. Continue to pull the breath in and push the breath out from the throat. And then relax. Just relax the breath, but keep the eyes closed for a moment. And just breathe normally. Now it's silent breath. So... The breath is just going on by itself. There's no effort involved. And again, let's return to making that slight effort from the throat. 
We're pulling and pushing the breath, making that whispering sound. We call this victory breath. Continue to pull and push the breath very gently from the throat. And again, relax the breath. Back to normal. There's nothing happening much. The mind is starting to get a little quieter. Again, we'll return and we'll make a couple more breaths from the throat. Pulling and pushing the breath very gently, softly, inhaling and exhaling. And again, relax the breath. And when you're ready, you can open the eyes. So if you notice what's happening in the mind at this moment, most people usually say they feel more calm. Sometimes they feel sleepy. That sleepiness is because they feel more relaxed. It's a natural thing, especially if you haven't had much sleep the night before then you're definitely going to feel sleepy because it's you're starting to get more relaxed. And this is a natural breath that we all use actually before we usually if if I'm lying next to someone mm-hmm. and and they're and we're ready to go to sleep and I hear them making that sound, I know they're probably sleeping because mm-hmm. it's an unconscious thing. But here we're learning how to use the breath consciously in this way. So if I'm in a situation where Let's say all of a sudden Michelle gets angry at me and she starts up getting trying to get me upset and push my buttons. Yeah, she's trying to push my <laughs> anger button. Where's the button? I can just shift to the back of my throat and I can just allow myself to remain calm just by engaging what we call the vag- the vagus nerve, which is a, a, an area in the throat. Mm-hmm. And what that does is it sends some signals to the various parts of the brain to stay calm and keep yourself calm and collected and centered. And okay. so this is such an effective thing that you can teach kids on the very first day of class mm-hmm. how to be button-proof. I didn't do that process yet. Maybe – do I have a second to do it? Yes. Okay. So, Michelle, what happens if I were to push your anger button? I'm a nor- You're a normal kid on the playground. Well, I won't hit you. Okay. Um, but I'm going to get mad. You're probably going to get mad. I'm going to get. I'm going to be tense. Okay. I'm going to start breathing heavy. My okay. heart's going to start to. Well, beat. that was actually my next yeah. question. What does it do to your your body? Yeah. Physiological yeah, changes tense. when you're angry, mm-hmm. they naturally happen. Yes. So the big question I have for you: Do you want to be in control of yourself? I do want to be in control of myself. Yeah. Yes. And what did I get when I pushed your anger button and you got angry? What did I get? You got satisfaction because you were able to make me right. mad or make so, me react. So I got what I wanted. Do you want to give me your control? No, I don't want to give up my control. Right. I want to so, be able to. So you're like everybody else. Yeah, Nobody wants to give, to give their control. control to the other person. Why do you think you give it away so easily in that moment when you're getting your buttons pushed? Because you don't. You really don't know what to do you're because not, you're just you're automatically reacting. It's you're not, just a you're natural not thinking reaction. there's a lack of awareness. Yeah, yeah. So now you have a new awareness. Mm-hmm. In the last 30 seconds, you realized and you stated very clearly that you don't want to give away your control. No. So I'm going to give you a challenge. The next time somebody tries to push your buttons, can you be button proof? Yes, I can. Very good. Yes. And here's a button. Yes. You get a little button that helps remind you. I actually you. wear my button-proof button <laughs> on my coat. When I change coats, I change my button-proof button. So she yes. wants the, she wants that protection. I want that protection. But the point is now we, have, mind, a, we yes. have a phrase in the mind that when I start realizing that somebody's trying to get me angry or, mm-hmm. or push my buttons, I just remember, oh, I don't want to give away my control. And now I can shift to that. Breathing technique breathing in the technique. back of the throat. Yes. Don't have to close your eyes. You just shift to the back of the throat, take a few breaths like that, and you, rem- you remember now I'm, I'm calm. Yes. I don't have to give, oh, give myself over to that other person's control. So these techniques are actually taught on the very first day of class, and a, a student walks out, and they're also taught for the teachers. 
So a student walks out, whether it's a student, a young student or a teacher, they walk out of the class with a new awareness that they don't have to give away their control. So you have the cognitive as well as the physiological tool to actually manage your mind and emotions. You know, and the thing is, they and they're they're getting so much more through the whole program. But when I was I was working with a group of children with Sonia and Raya and John Luke, and when we asked the kids at the when I asked them at the end of class, you know, what happens when somebody pushes your button? They say that's not nice, and they they. They do their breathing, and then you say, so what are you? I'm button-proof. What are you? I'm button-proof. You know that they've listened, and because not only did they learn something that gave them that that relaxation, you know, that gave them the energy and the joy, you know, by finishing it up, you know, kids love to shout. They love to jump up and everything and just have fun, and so when they're saying, I'm button-proof, that's releasing even more, and but it's letting you know that they heard you. And I, I love that. I absolutely love it. Well, and it makes sense that they're going to hear it because it's something that they absolutely need. Mm-hmm. It's probably one of the most relevant things that they're going to learn in their whole education. It's something that they're going to learn and build it into their uh, their life skills that, and use it for the rest of their life. Yeah, but the thing is, it's like that's like the that's like the very tip, you know, of the pencil, and you got all this extra space up to the eraser, you know. And so I love the fact that we're giving a tip that can be implemented right away. You know, we met with a gentleman today at University of Michigan. And I'll give him the privacy of not sharing his name. But he was saying that he had a 30-minute one, you know, exercise. And when he got home, he found himself trying to make sure that he remembered what he learned. So as I was telling him, so that means that you felt the effects and you wanted to feel them again. And I was the same way. I was the same way. I felt the effects and I wanted to feel them again. You know what I mean, Absolutely. don't you? Yeah. 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 And but and you're feeling that effect what over and over and over again. Just with what we did tonight. One of my telltale signs that I've 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 done my breathing technique right. Like he said some people they feel energized. Some people feel tired if you didn't get a good night's sleep the night before. I feel energized, but I also have an enhancement of the colors and things around me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the walls back here, these lovely, beautiful walls. Oh. <laughs> yeah. They're green and black. And after I finished the breathing technique, the green like really stands out to me. It really stands Interesting. out, you know, but I'm also a very visual. I'm a visual person. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a very good mind for visual imagery. I was sharing this with him. So they just they stick out. And I'm looking forward to having the opportunity of doing it outside um, where there's flowers and things like that, because I want to see what's going to happen with those colors. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, because you're also, you're bringing all that oxygen into your brain. And when you're getting that oxygen, it's flowing, and it's flowing faster. It's going through your heart. It's going through your lungs. And it's just it's just overall good for you health-wise. Right. And one of the things that we emphasize, especially in the, in the uh, educator's course, mm-hmm. is the importance of self-care. Because self-care is something... That are you doing it just for yourself or – I mean it says that the phrase is self-care. Mm-hmm. But actually when I practice self-care, I'm modeling something for the young people that I work with or that I'm, I'm, I'm a parent to. Yes. And so if I can do something that makes me feel better and I am healthier and better able to function in life – and not have to lash out in uh, negative ways. Mm-hmm. I'm literally uh, teaching my the people that I work with as well. 
And there are certain aspects to self-care, like what do we do to ourselves when we complain, for example. Yes. Right? When I complain, I have a whole set of side effects. Yes. That actually happens to me. My energy usually goes down. I feel drained. I feel frustrated. I feel stressed. Mm -hmm. Right? I feel like a victim. Mm -hmm. I feel like, um, you know, annoyed and, and all these negative things. And then I could go the opposite direction though. Mm -hmm. So we give the alternative. I, I think about what happens when I complain. The opposite might be taking responsibility or taking action for that situation that I'm complaining about. Mm -hmm. And so in that case, if I take action or take responsibility, I'm going to feel more powerful. I feel more in control. I feel proud of myself. Yes. I feel like I'm doing the right thing. And so many things. That's when I start to really learn the things that you've really taken responsibility for. Those are the things that you've learned. You've mm -hmm. developed new skills and abilities. That's how you grow in life. And so when we make it really clear, these lessons about either I can complain or I can take responsibility, everybody can see that it's clearly better for me to take responsibility. And so there's these human values that, that I talked about earlier. We actually have a very beautiful way to teach them to young people you do. interactively where they get a chance to ex bring it out of themselves because they already know that, that responsibility is better than complaining. But now you're making it very explicit for them. And you make it fun. Yeah. You, not just that, you make it fun. And I know a lot of people, cause you hear us here talking and you're probably like, oh, that's probably, you know, just, just so, you know, this and I'm going to end up tired. No, you won't. You're going to laugh. You're going to cry. You're, cause you're going to release some things within you. Right. You know, you're going to experience so much. But you you are going to enjoy it, and I'm sure you're going to be glad that you were there because there's no other way that you can feel after learning. And one of the things that I learned today is when you look at self and each person looks at self, then we're all interconnected because you can't look at yourself without without looking at all of the people who's around you as well. Because other than that, then you're kind of selfish. But when you're, <laughs> when, but when I'm looking at myself and when I'm learning something, I'm eager to teach those around me. So self actually becomes a whole and not just a whole within, but a whole within your tribe. Yeah. 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 Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Yep. So it just becomes a whole within your tribe. So with Dave, have you ever considered working with your children with the course or are you already doing it with your girls? Already doing it. Yeah. Or with, um, I, I don't even know. You have girls. Well, I don't I have know girl, why I said that. I have a 12 year old daughter okay. and a 10 year old son. Okay. So, okay. And my 12 year old daughter, she's really, she's been doing really well in school, but mm -hmm. she was starting to feel some of those pressures and anxiety and, and things like that. So she took, um, it's a, it's called RXL. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, it's a, it's a program that teaches, uh, a few of the things that you'll, you'll find in the sky for schools. But the change in her was just again so dramatic. And, you know, she'd learned some yoga that she does, you know, every morning mm -hmm. and, you, it was right away, immediate, and she was smiling, and she felt so much more calm. And as parents were like, "Oh my gosh, could it really be that simple?" And it was, mm -hmm. it really was. I think that we're kind of a little bit behind the times here in the United States when it comes to the breath techniques and yoga and meditation and things like that. I really do because these are things that have been practiced in other countries for 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 hundreds and thousands of years and we are just getting on the excuse me the quote unquote bandwagon here in the United States but it's real you know it's really real and one of the things that I can say is if you're going to learn techniques breathing techniques any sort of you know technique 
make sure that it's something that you're going to be able to implement and that the person who is teaching you is also someone who's taking it seriously and practicing themselves, you know, and also don't just get a, a notebook and say, okay, I can go through this notebook and do it. Or I can, you know, I can um, go on the internet and work a port, you know, do the portal, get the human interaction because we have truly taken ourselves away from human interaction with YouTube and with, you know, online, you know, web classes and things like that. And we miss that interaction, you know, and our, our children, they miss, they don't get the interaction that we used to get. You know, there's nothing better than sitting in a classroom or sitting in, you know, in a gym or sitting on the grass in the park with a group of people and learning together. Because not only are you learning, you're establishing that eye contact, you're establishing relationships, you are, you're establishing, you know, that togetherness. You're bringing that all your, all of yourselves together as a tribe. And we really need to, start going back out getting away from our our tethers um that we have here our umbilical cords and and teaching our children that it's okay for them to step away from their video games and it's okay for them to step away from their phones and everything to interact with other kids and to learn something that's going to help them um i have to look at the time and and bill one of the things that you were talking about, and this is not something that he's going to teach here on the air, guys, but it is something that I feel as if I want my daughter to partake in. And I know that many of you are going to want your children to partake in, but I um, am aware that Bill teaches a process that teens and college students can use to give themselves focus for like two, three hours at a time. Right. And it helps with test anxiety and things like that. And I'm going to learn it, but I'm not going to show you either. <laughs> but we are going to have a a Yes for Schools program in May. I'm a part of the committee to bring this program to Metropolitan Detroit, and it will be hosted in Detroit where we will have educators, we will have nonprofit um, decision makers and people within the community who truly want to learn what Yes for Schools is because, as you notice on my website, breath is for education, but it's for, it's for a lot more than education. Give us some words. Give us some words, Dave. What's, what's, what's breath for when it comes with you? What do you think? Yeah, I just just uh just calmness and and even the the togetherness. You know, we all breathe together, we're breathing the same air, and we're sharing the same air. All of that we're sharing the same experiences in a large way. And uh yeah, the change is coming whether we like it or not. I can feel it in the mm-hmm. air. It's coming. So either get on board or struggle for a while longer, but why say why? You eventually know? you're going to you're eventually you're going to try it and you're going to be like okay this is nice so breath is for education breath is for clarity okay. breath is for love breath is for life breath is what else <laughs> give me something else here <laughs> breath is is linked very directly to our awareness yes and awareness like breath is something that we tend to take for granted it's a it's a quality that we all have to have in order to function in any way, shape, or form. And if we're increasing our awareness mm-hmm. by using breath, because I mean one of the one of the questions I ask in, in the program is what happens to your awareness if you don't sleep one night? What's it like the next day? Right. And that that's an obvious answer. It it goes down. It's mm-hmm. not very effective. If somebody's trying to get me angry, I'm more likely to give them what they want and less likely to be in control of myself. Mm-hmm. But so what is sleep? Why is sleep affecting my awareness? Well, it's because it's a source of energy. And if we think about the different sources of energy that we that we have access to, food, mm-hmm. right? Um breath, sleep, uh, a calm or positive mind, 
if we can actually start to use those sources of energy in a more conscious and proactive way, we can simply increase our awareness level at any moment. And so the breath has that ability to do that and to learn these specific tools for how to do this is, to me, it's a basic thing that every everybody, it should be everybody's birthright to mm-hmm. know how to use their breath in a way that they can actually be more aware and more effective in their life. And you work with, and I know we don't have a lot of time, but I also want to say you work with police departments. Correct. You work with different organizations. Correct. You know, and are you, can you say what police department you're working with now? Well, in, or starting or in, is this not yeah, public yet? Uh, yeah. It, there's a very large city in the United States yes. that's, that's had some serious mental health issues and um, they're actually about to do a pilot program very soon. But I can say that in the state of, of Bahia in Brazil, which is a, uh, a very – they have a lot of uh, crime yes. and a lot of violence there. Mm-hmm. They have been doing the program for all of their police. They've started so far. They've taught 3,000 officers and they saw an amazing reduction in the number of killing uh, that officers are doing when they do their breathing every day. They do – they have a – it's part of their daily practice that – for a half an hour, they get together, the officers get together, they do their breathing together, then they go out on the beat. And they're literally killing less people. They're having much more successful results in terms of their policing, mm-hmm. their ability to kind of remain calm and deal with situations in a better way. And it makes sense because they're, they're really doing something to manage their stress like before it. they go out. And so it's having a very, very powerful effect. And that is now starting to be adopted by a few places in the United States. We're sharing that, that, uh, that wisdom that this one police commander in, in charge of a whole state of, of, of Bahia has now implemented in his, uh, in his police force. So we're going to be, um, hopefully seeing that come here to the United States because I know we need it with a lot of the, um, problems that we've had and, you know, with suicides and everything being up. We want to see that stuff go down. And I want to tell you, too, that thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here tonight. This has been a great podcast. I, it's been an informative podcast. It's been an interactive podcast. And one of the things that we are building here is an extended family because everyone that is a part of, you know, the, the, the community learning how to use breath techniques and things and people who are learning about um, their, you know, being able to take care, being able to take care of themselves is also them helping those who are looking up to them, you know, or if you're short like me, looking down to you in an upward way. So, (laughs) 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 but I want to say thank you. And, you know, as always, as you're building that love logical family, is biological by nature, love logical choice by choice. And what you've learned tonight is you can start your entire day just by taking time in the morning to whisper hello with your lips closed. Good night, everybody. Thank you, Michelle, and love logical. Thank you. <laughs>